We're sisters, best friends, and authors on a mission to help you stoke your creative fire and live the life of your dreams. We believe that purpose fuels passion and that creativity is your secret weapon for mass construction. There's never been a better time to bless the world with your dream realized. You're listening to The Kate and Abby Show. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Kate and Abby Show. We're so glad that you guys are joining us today. Today, we're going to talk about how to make time to write and establish a writing routine that lasts. So these are each respective topics that we've both talked about in many different videos. But today on this episode, we wanted to kind of come together, both of us, and brainstorm this idea in an organic conversation with you guys and merge that with how we can not only make time to write, but also create a routine, a writing routine that lasts, that can carry us into our writing career, and we can we can use it to continue to write more words each day and, and discover bliss in our craft. So that's what we're going to talk about today. But before we get started... We first have to thank our sponsors who are our patrons. That's you guys. Thank you so much for supporting this show and keeping it alive and free of interruptions. We so value and appreciate your support. So if you get value out of this podcast, go over to patreon.com slash the Kate and Abby show and help us keep it going. And also when you join the Patreon at any level, you get access to our monthly live hangout sessions. So me and Kate come together live at the end of each month to sit down have an organic chat with you guys talk about our writing projects and your writing projects and it's really fun so we hope to see you over there on the patreon supporting the show and getting access to those special live streams but yeah let's let's get into this topic so making time to write i think that's a big struggle that a lot of writers face especially if you're working a full-time job or you're, you know, managing other life responsibilities, it can be difficult to find that space to write and to make it a priority in your day. Because, Mm. um, a lot of times I know in the past I've fallen into the habit sometimes of letting the writing time become less of a priority item on my, on my, uh, schedule. And it's easy to do that because it's like, well, it's not, you know, fully it's not like nothing bad will happen if I don't write right but I think that it's it's there is an element of like well actually you know neglecting that element of your life neglecting that art and that creative time is going to have an effect you know it's going to have a longer term impact than you realize Mm -hmm. because even though it's not in like an immediate urgent you know disastrous impact of not writing um, it still has kind of a lasting effect, I think, on your daily life. I noticed that for myself when I take the time to write every day, or at least try to write every day. Um, I definitely notice like a shift in my mood, in mm. my outlook on life, just in my life in general. It's like more, just more positive vibes. Yeah. You know, I'm, right. I'm sure you notice probably the same thing. Definitely. And so like, as you've been on this journey with the other world towards publishing mm. it very soon... Um, you've had a lot on your plate and you've you've had to really find that balance. So like, what are some experiences that you've gleaned from that that have helped you? You know, what are some of the takeaways you've had from this busy time where you really needed, you really need to dig in to carve out that time? Yeah. Um, well, probably my biggest takeaway has been like prioritizing creativity 
makes you more creative in everything else that you do. And I know that sounds like kind of vague, but, <laughs> but it's true. It's like making time, carving out time, usually each morning is how I've been doing it in the midst of this publishing chaos because during the day, during the afternoon is more my busy working time. But in the morning, things are a bit quieter um, and more relaxed. So I've been liking getting up early and spending a few hours writing each morning. And I've found that that has helped me to bring more creativity and fun to the publishing process mm. and, and my marketing efforts and different promotion stuff for the book because it's not all like day after day, I just have to do technical work and right. you know, marketing and <laughs> and video making and stuff like that. Balancing so, it out. Yeah, yeah. Finding it's that, nice you know, you have to offset it with mm -hmm. the creative time. Yeah. Not that marketing can't be creative, but it's all different types of creativity. Right. And you have to make sure you're taking time for that original thing that yeah. started the whole journey. Yeah. The writing is really the catalyst behind the whole thing. Right, because if you have, if you have nothing, if you're not putting anything into your creativity, you won't get much out of it. Mm. <laughs> and I, that's how I feel with writing. Even though writing is kind of an output, it's also like an an input in a way. Like taking the time to write always just feels so creatively rewarding to me, and it makes me more creative and like happier <laughs> in everything else I do. So there's definitely that. Um, that definitely carries over into marketing and book promo and like those things that seem not as exciting, I think can be made more exciting because you've been like playing <laughs> with right. your creativity, you know? And so it makes you more, um, I find it makes me more uh, creative and I think outside the box more when yeah. I, when I practice the act of writing. It helps to like energize everything yeah. else. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, definitely. So how would you say like someone who's busy all the time or their schedule is really crowded? Mm -hmm. um, many listeners are parents or students and, mm -hmm. you know, they have a lot on their plate. So like what would be your number one piece of advice towards being able to carve out time to write even in the midst of a really busy, hectic schedule? Probably my number one piece of advice would be to... Find that period in your day where you have the most time to yourself and carve out like just an hour if you can to start with. And this will be different for everybody. Maybe it's early mornings, maybe it's later at night after everyone goes to bed, but just figuring out like, okay, what is one, can I accumulate, can I look at my day and see where all these minutes of free time add up and accumulate right. into one block of an hour and can I take that hour for myself or can I you know spend time writing in a in a period of time where I am doing other things where I'm you know maybe watching YouTube videos or um, watching TV or looking at social media or something like that is there are there any free moments in your day that you're like okay this is my me time I just need a moment to you know be by myself um, can you sort of gather all those moments together into a block of time where you could close out all distractions and write or at least you know show up for your creativity even if it's not specifically writing the first draft maybe you're outlining maybe you're creating your characters just some form of creative play 
um, I think is so nourishing and it's so much more energizing, like we were saying, it's so much more energizing than, um, you know, any of those other things I mentioned, like yeah. watching TV, watching YouTube, or looking at social media. And it's something that at the end of the day, when you look back on what you did, mm-hmm. like maybe when you're going to bed and you're thinking about your day and everything you did, I think you'll have a, a deeper sense of peace within yourself and satisfaction in a way when you think about the fact that you took time for yourself creatively and didn't just let that time be ebbed away by you know, frivolous things that maybe you didn't need to be, like, donating your attention to so much, you know. Yeah. Um, We give our attention away so easily Mm. to so many things that in, in, at the end of the day, have not helped us grow, have not helped us become more creative or more inspired. Maybe they've even have had negative impacts on us. Maybe they've drained our creativity or caused us to compare ourselves to others or, to compare ourselves to some idealistic version of ourselves that we've created because of societal pressures or cultural pressures or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Where as if we had taken some time and really buckled down and said, you know what, I'm going to push aside the social media. I'm going to push aside the phone. I'm going to mute my phone. I'm going to go outside with my laptop and, and write or go outside with my notebook and write or sit down and just give yourself that time to see what creatively comes up. And yeah. I think that's another thing too that I was thinking about earlier is that it's not really about word count and, oh, I'm going to sit down and write this many words. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, it can be that if you if that helps you. But I think for a lot of us, when we pressure ourselves into our creative session has to be this end results, we can walk away disappointed if we don't meet that goal. Right. So we can actually take those restrictions off, I think, and have yeah. it be more, be more about what comes up and establishing the healthy habit. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I loved how you put it in one of your more recent videos um, about like, spending I can't remember exactly how you said it so you can you can correct me on this quote but like you you're not spending your time you're spending your energy Mm. and I thought that was so profound and I thought about that a lot after you said that um because it's so true it's like it's not that you have like this infinite or this this finite amount of time in a day because time isn't I mean it's just kind of a construct invented by humans right but you do have a finite amount of energy in a day and so like where you're spending that energy is so important to think about. Not so much in terms of like, you know, I have an hour to do this. Well, you could spend an hour doing some, spending your energy in a way that actually revitalizes you, you know, through creative, through creativity, um, or writing or outlining or anything that feeds your soul. Um, or you could spend that hour doing something else that, actually drains your energy right so like these different energy um shifts sort of throughout your day really almost make time either move faster or slower you know or our perceptions of time but yeah so it's it's really um i think it's a matter of like finding okay what what do i really value that i want to spend my energy on Mm -hmm. yeah exactly you're right because time is kind of this abstract construct Mm -hmm. that we don't really possess time or give it away right 
but we do possess energy, like you're saying. Mm. Yeah. And exactly. um, for, from the standpoint of like yogic traditions and stuff, you learn so much about how you can either be constantly giving your energy away until you have really nothing left or retaining your energy and spending it wisely and channeling it wisely into things that you really want to be giving your energy to. Mm -hmm. And I think as creatives, we can take that principle and make it our own and see that what we give our energy to creatively can be super edifying. It can help us grow. It can help us expand. Mm -hmm. Carving out a regular time space to practice writing and just see what comes up I think taking those restrictions off and allowing it to just be this creative playful space mm -hmm. can make it a lasting habit yeah I think part of what makes us fall out of habits is when we make it too um based on judgment of self <sighs> and um okay I have to show up and I have to write 1500 words every day and then if you miss that goal a couple times, now it's discouraging you from continuing that habit. Right. Whereas if we had just made it, hey, you know what? Every day I'm going to show up for 15 minutes, 25 minutes, one hour, whatever you have time for. I'm going to show up for my commute on the bus and um, I'm going to see what creative thoughts and energies might arise. Right. And then we don't have to bring self-judgment and condemnation and th that inner critic can be invited to leave. <laughs> yes, very true. Yeah, I love that. And that's something that I've actually recently changed in the way that I write. One, like, definitely one tangible habit that I've changed is instead of blocking out, like, in my calendar, I usually schedule out, like, you know, what time I'm going to spend writing. But instead of calling it writing time, I've renamed those events to be creative play time mm. and kind of just just writing those words and seeing those words in my calendar have made me like so much more energetic and creative and like joyful <laughs> during that writing session than like this is a writing session you know it's like seems more serious <laughs> yeah. but I find that I'm more creative when I think of it as this is just creative playtime and it should be like play it should be easy and fun and interesting and dynamic and like you're saying taking those <laughs> pressures off in those limiters that like have you know their expectations but they kind of limit you in mm -hmm. a way you know yeah. because they give you like this benchmark that you have to reach <laughs> and then you feel like if you don't reach that benchmark then it wasn't worth anything and it wasn't productive not to mention um, in a lot of ways you're creating a ceiling hmm. that your mind is even thinking about going beyond that you're kind right. of limiting your own expansion. Yeah. In a way. It's true. Because your goal is just to get to that one place. Yeah. And not beyond it. And so as soon as you get there, you've already trained your mind and your body to respond to that as, okay, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> and so it might be better unless, of course, you're writing on a deadline or something like that, excluding cases like that. It might be better to make your creative time just, hey, we're going to show up and we're going to write whatever we feel like writing. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I find it interesting also the way that you write a lot of times is like you you don't segment a lot of things into chapters. Yeah. Like sometimes a lot of your writing projects are just like you'll just write and then like have a time break and then keep going and then, mm -hmm. you know, there's another time break. But it's not like 
you know, okay, I did one chapter. Okay, the next chapter's done. Okay, I have to write the next chapter. It's like, you just kind of like flow yeah. with it, which I think is really interesting and a way that I think some writers might feel more free to express their creativity. Um, don't think of it in terms of like chapters, like I have to finish this chapter, I have to write the next chapter, I mean, my goal is to write three chapters today. Maybe just take away the constraints of chapters altogether and yeah. just have it be one long run-on document. See what happens and see how far your creativity takes you. I feel like it's one of those things kind of like the changing the font mm. or whatever. There yeah. was something you told me about that you've heard about online before that's like yeah. you can change the font to be like for some people say like comic, comic sans, sans MS. MS. Yeah. but um and then other people have different fonts that yes. it's like oh if i write in this font you yeah. know it makes me write better or whatever right. yeah all of these are little psychological things so like writing in comic sans ms i feel like makes it feel so lighthearted that it's almost like you're more recklessly just <laughs> yeah. letting your thoughts flow because yeah. it's almost humorous right I don't know I, I've never tried it so I really can't speak for that if any of you guys have tried it why don't you comment below and tell us like what does that do for you because I'm really curious to hear feedback on that but I for me writing in one long document um I, for me like I have a Scrivener project and I just I, it's not segmented at all. It's just one big run-on thing, not broken up into chapters or anything, just with time breaks, like Abby was saying. Mm -hmm. And what it does, it also, if you're someone who's more prone to looking at word count, this kind of hacks your brain, mm. is it's already this big word count. Right. And so it kind of makes you not really pay that much attention to the mm. word count. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I already have a lot of words anyway. Yeah. And true. so you don't even really think about it. And I like and I, I started realizing that because there was a time when I would pay a lot of attention to word count. And I mm. still glance at word count, but I don't I don't um obsess over it. I might glance at, oh wow, I wrote that many words, that's nice. And oh I wrote five hundred words, that's nice. It's like doesn't matter. But it it causes you to step back from the word count. And not really pay that much attention to how many words are going by. Whereas right. when you open up, oh, the blank chapter, now it's like, oh, 250 words. And then you write for an hour and it's like, 275 words? No, that can't be right. You know, yeah. so you, you start obsessing over it. Whereas when it's already a big number, mm. you don't really notice it going by True. that much. And it can yeah. kind of just liberate your mind to be like, well, what are we really saying here? Yeah, I like that. That's really cool. I can see where that would be very helpful. Yeah, because, I mean, I fall into that word count uh, worry sometimes, too, and it's like you've been writing for a long time, and you're like, how could I only write 500 words? I've yeah. been writing forever. But it's like, yeah, the the expectations can limit you because then it's like you're thinking of this and you're looking at this the wrong way. Right. <laughs> you know, and I've, over the years, I've kind of um, become more accepting of, like, being okay with fewer words if they are high quality words because mm -hmm. I would rather write like a really great paragraph and that's all I write that day than write you know pages and pages of something I'm not really that proud of yeah um or that I feel didn't really capture the heart of what I was trying to say right so I think yeah taking off expectations and those limitations can really help to improve the quality of your writing sessions and make you want to make time for it, you know? 
Yeah. Another thing that I, I know helps me a lot is to just be always living in your head in that story, um, even when you don't have time to write. So like when you're commuting or doing chores, doing anything that's just like a mindless task, um, taking a shower, cleaning up, things like that. I A lot of times when I'm doing anything that doesn't require much brain power, I'm like in the story in my head mm. <laughs> and I'm running through dialogue in different scenarios or trying to work out plot problems and um, just enjoying like the creative no pressure play of that because there is no pressure to produce. I mean, you're not sitting in front of the screen like waiting for genius to come out of your fingers. You're just like doing the laundry and so you're thinking about the next scene and a lot of times some of my best um ideas come from moments like that where it's like you know nothing no expectations no pressure to make this thing brilliant it's just like when you're not trying it it occurs to you what you should yeah. do with that scene or whatever exactly um, yeah so giving yourself a non-pressured environment yeah yeah it's important very true um and with the creative playtime thing, a lot of times, you know, I'll be working on a project, but then maybe inspiration will strike me for a different project. And it's not what I've been working on, but because it's creative playtime, I can go off and do anything I want. Mm. <laughs> you know, I can chase those butterflies of creativity and, I love that. and just sort of see what happens, see where it takes me. And I think that, um, you know, a lot of times we can pressure ourselves too much with like, oh no, I have to stay focused on this one project and this one book and until it's done. But sometimes I find if I do that, then the ideas and the inspiration I had for another project is lost because I neglected that and I didn't let myself chase that butterfly and now it flew away. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, don't be afraid to chase those things and, and those ideas and sort of lean into that inspiration because it can take you some really cool places yeah it definitely can I think too like um just make it your own like you were like you've been doing with calling it creative playtime make it your own don't feel like you need to follow someone else's writing routine you don't have to follow my routine or Abby's routine or some you know millionaire on YouTube you don't have to follow those routines you can really it's all about finding what works for you personally like when or what time of day are you most inspired? When do you have time and energy? When do you energetically feel like, okay, I, I want to sit down and write right now. Mm -hmm. Don't pick a time when you're drained or you're tired or you're trying to just force yourself, like Abby was saying, to sit down and wait for a genius to arrive <laughs> and um, start pouring out onto the page. Like really take stock of when do I feel the most like writing? When am I most drawn to sitting down and writing my book? And even if it's for a small amount of time, a little goes a long way. It's not the big writing days of where you, where you sit down and write 5,000 words that make the book happen. It's more, more often than not, it's the many days of just consistently writing several hundred words even. If, yeah. if we just show up for ourselves and not wait, like, oh, I have to wait until I have all day to write. Well, yeah. that really yeah. pushes it out. And now we've actually postponed something that we could have just taken in small increments. Yeah, very true. Yeah, I think that's really important. That's something that I've learned from doing, from getting into a habit of waking up early in the morning and writing um, is like, 
be happy with, you know, two or three hours. It's amazing. Um, and if, even if you don't write a ton of words, it still is that practice of creativity. It's keeping you creative. It's making you more creative. It's making you a better writer every time you show up and practice your craft. Mm -hmm. So it's, so sure. it's all good. It's all something to be joyful about. Yeah. yeah, I think that's, I think we've covered some really great points. Um, and just some techniques for finding more time and making that quality of time better because that's really that's really the most important thing because you can have all day to write and it's not high quality writing right. time so but you can also have a small window of time to write and make it really high quality so we hope that some of the ideas that we've shared today will help you to create higher quality writing time for yourself um, and that you can fully enjoy that time and play and have fun like you used to when you were a little kid or when you first started writing and you just were doing it for fun and you didn't have so much pressure on you like bring that energy back because yeah. that will be the most inspired and creative energy yeah, to work with. absolutely and if you're looking for ways to bring more creative energy nourish that creative energy i just released a course that i've been talking about for about a year now that's called the writer's wellness journey and it's a 10-day journey that focuses on bringing playful creativity and nourishment into your life for 10 days straight. You're kind of walking through the process with me through meditation, movement, nourishment, motivational talks, yoga, all of that merged into one kind of using all the things that I use in my own practice to inspire myself to show up and write. So if you're looking for some tools, you might want to check that out. It's a, a great resource for writers who are looking for ways to nourish their creative fire and and spark that creative dream so the link for that is below in the description of the video version of this podcast which is over on my youtube channel youtube.com slash Emmons. yes definitely check out that course it's amazing it's so beautiful and state-of-the-art kate's video photography is just so mind-blowingly gorgeous <laughs> like oh my goodness it's it's beautiful and every all just so much value that kate has loaded into that course so definitely check it out it's it's awesome oh thank you thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode tell us what you think comment below if you're on the video version of this podcast and join the discussion we love to hear from you thank you again to our amazing patrons for supporting this show and keeping it going we couldn't do it without you guys if you get value out of this podcast, go to patreon.com slash the Kate and Abby show to help us keep it alive and free of interruptions. Until next time, stay stoked and rock on.